Welcome back to Read with Laura Joy. I'm Laura Joy Lloyd, your host and author of the stories we read here. This is interactive serialized fiction. There's always more to the story, and readers influence what happens next. Welcome to episode number 46. We'll be reading the Wren Island series, part four, scene 41. First, let's recap what happened in the previous episode. Even though she was tired and discouraged, Allison imagined ways life could be even better on Wren Island. In this episode, Amelia gets her own ideas for improvements. Macy worries even more about Shasta's increasingly close relationship with Ralph. We'll read for about seven minutes. Afterward, stick around to hear how readers responded when I asked how they felt about Shasta and Ralph. Here we go. The Wren Island Series by Laura Joy Lloyd, Part 4, Scene 41. Amelia opened her audiobook app, connected the Bluetooth speaker, and hit play. She brushed her teeth quietly so she could listen to Marcellus's thoughts in remarkably bright creatures. She rinsed her mouth and applied the teeth whitening strips Allison had gotten for her. She wiped the counter around the bathroom sink and dabbed dry the bar of shampoo in the shower. Lavender rosemary in this bar. Allison's bar was lemon scented. So far, Allison was the only other person in the house on board with using a shampoo bar but the two of them were working on the others. Amelia moved to stand in front of her clothes closet. She pulled on the same outfit she'd worn last Wednesday, a purple gingham dress with embroidery around the collar. She added a gray sweater and warm tube socks because today's temperature was cooler than last Wednesday's temperature. Then she was all systems go, as Allison would say. Amelia studied the clothes in her closet. A white cardigan still had tags hanging from it. When would she ever wear a white cardigan? Not for collecting shells, or taking care of birds at the rehab aviary, or playing with Louise in a puddle. Amelia pulled the cardigan off the hanger and tossed it to the bed. She pulled a few other pieces from the closet and tossed them to the bed, too. When the chapter ended, Amelia clicked off the audiobook and returned to the bathroom. She removed the whitening strips from her teeth, rinsed, wiped the counter, leaned close to the mirror, and grinned. Look at that! Her teeth did seem whiter. Downstairs, she gave fresh water and birdseed to Kitty and Matt. She cornered a mouse, all by herself, with a broom and dustpan. When she let the dogs out to the fenced area, she let the mouse out, too. Louise trailed it until it scooted under the wire fence. Back inside, Amelia found Macy and Shasta preparing a vegetable smoothie and a bagel with cream cheese, respectively. That was a trick she'd learned for narrating videos. You said two things about two people, and the respectively part of the sentence clarified who was doing what. Amelia fixed herself a bowl of Fruity Loop cereal with milk, then sat at the kitchen table. Shasta snapped the lid back onto the tub of cream cheese. Hey, sis, what's up with all those clothes on your bed? I have too much stuff. Did you know some clothes are made by children working in factories, and they only get paid pennies? 
Macy scooped something into the blender. Melia, you can't believe everything you hear. All that business about children working in factories is just a scare tactic, a marketing ploy. No, it's true, Mace. Shasta brought her plate to the table and sat next to Amelia. Kids as little as five, working all day. I saw it when I was volunteering for that humanitarian group in Vietnam. You actually saw children working in factories? How come you didn't do anything about it? Macy poured something purple-colored into a glass. A berry smoothie, maybe. Oh, that's rich, Mace. That's real rich. Shasta tapped the loose seeds off her bagel. You do know that sometimes the problem is too big for one person to fix, even if that person is as determined as you to run the world? Amelia listened to her sister's banter. In a lull, she looked up. I think I'll donate my extra clothes so someone else will benefit from them. Macy smiled. Why don't we all go through our clothes for donation and we'll organize the stuff lying around the entries while we're at it. We don't want Allison tripping. We don't want me tripping either. Amelia collected the dirty dishes and brought them to the sink. Later, upstairs, they designated Amelia's bed as the collection point. Shasta breezed in and threw down an armload of clothing. We're going to make tons from this stuff. Amelia stacked more shirts. Macy pulled a blouse from the top of the pile and folded it. Shasta, what is going on with you? First, you bought all kinds of things you didn't need. Now you want to sell it. I want to know what's going on. Rules, rules, rules. Why can't I sell my stuff? Because it's not your stuff, Macy threw her arms in the air. Allison paid for it. Allison paid for everything. Shasta wadded a pair of jeans and tossed them. Allison's got plenty of money. We bought stuff, and now we're selling stuff for a good cause. I don't see how there's anything wrong with that. Hang on to those green pants, Amelia. You can wear them to watch Packer games. Anybody home? When Ralph's voice drifted in, Louise raced to the open window and put her paws on the sill. Shasta leaned out. Come on up! Macy tisked. To Amelia's bedroom, Shasta? Oh, poo, Mace. Shasta headed for the mirror above the fireplace and primped her hair. Macy sent Amelia an exasperated look, but Amelia shrugged. It's not like we're wearing our nighties. Ralph appeared in the doorway, and Shasta motioned to the piles of clothing. We're selling stuff. We're going to donate the money to a worthy cause. We're helping kids in factories. Amelia returned a skirt to the closet, red plaid flannel, so she might want to wear it at Christmas time. When she turned around, Shasta was in full flirt mode with Ralph. Louise was leaning against Ralph's leg, her right upper lip twitching and her tail wagging. Ralph glanced down at Louise and shook his head. Something not right about that dog. Amelia paired socks together, yellow and green, so Shasta would say to save them from football games. It just looks like Louise is snarling. See how happy your back end is? She likes you, Ralph, and we like you, too. When Shasta kissed Ralph on the cheek, Amelia giggled. She couldn't help it. Shasta and Ralph were so funny together. Ralph grumbled something and turned to go, with Louise padding along behind him. Ralph's voice faded down the hallway. I'm not giving you no cookies. Give her the kind that doesn't make crumbs, Ralph, Shasta hollered after them, in the yellow and white canister next to the toaster. Amelia returned to sorting socks. 
I don't know. Macy sank to an upholstered chair. I honestly don't know what's going on around here anymore. Did I miss the reason Ralph was here in Amelia's bedroom? Shasta gave Macy a quick hug. Because he wanted to say hi? Because he wanted to see if we need anything? Because he's a sweetie, even if he doesn't want anyone to know it? Put that yellow sweater back, Amelia. Mace can wear it on game days. We just read from the Wren Island series, part four, scene 41. And yes, my favorite football team, the Green Bay Packers, is mentioned again. While I was writing this part of the story, I asked readers what they liked about the story so far. The consensus was that a bit of mystery was just the ticket, expect the unexpected and all that. But when I asked readers what they thought might be going on with Shasta, I got mixed responses. Some readers, frankly, didn't care for Shasta. Understandably so, because much of the time, snitty Shasta seems to have little regard for anyone else. So I looked for cues from Macy, because while Macy admits to finding Shasta annoying, she also notes Shasta saved her from a life as a raging alcoholic. There's a tender side to Shasta, I'm sure of it. One reader wrote this in agreement. She puts on a blustery facade, but deep down she's very caring about her sisters. I think many of her antics are to try to impress people and keep them from knowing what a soft, sensitive heart she has. So we have Shasta being a bit of a mystery. We have Ralph hanging around more and more. We have Amelia becoming more independent. And we have Hack turning up in unexpected places. A bit of mystery, yes. And in the next episode, Allison's going to get some very concerning news. Thanks so much for joining me here on Read with Laura Joy. I'm Laura Joy Lloyd, your host and author of the stories we read here. If this was your first visit to Wren Island and you'd like to find out what happened before you arrived, you'll find links in the show notes to listen to a recap episode or listen to the series from the very beginning. Even better, click on the link to subscribe to receive my emails. You'll become part of the very special group of readers who influence what happens on Wren Island. This is interactive serialized fiction. There is always more to the story, and readers influence what happens next. Thanks for reading with me. 